You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crowley and Colin Dudlap. It's Adam Crowley here with you. The Steelers victorious over the Indianapolis Colts. And don't look now, young Kenneth Shane Pickett has not thrown an interception in three games. The Steelers 2-1 in those games. And in the loss, the Steelers' offense put up 30 points. Things moving in the right direction for the Steelers' rookie. How do you think Kenny Pickett played? There were a couple of plays he left out there. I saw Mitchell Schwartz break down on Twitter that one of the early sacks Kenny took, and he took three on the day, was not the offensive line's fault, but it was actually Kenny Pickett's fault because he didn't get the ball out in a hot read. He didn't understand that his protection was shifted to the right. So there was a little mistake from Kenny. He also, I thought, made an awful throw to George Pickens in the back of the end zone. Pickens ran a wonderful route. He's wide open. Maybe, 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 maybe Pickens can make a circus catch there, but you got to put it in a better place. Apart from that, I thought Kenny Pickett was wonderful. And it's not just that he's taking care of the football, because obviously, yes, that is important. And that's how the Steelers are going to win games this year. But I also thought that Kenny spread the ball around. I mean, how many different guys had a catch? Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Twelve players with a catch! So he spread the ball around. He took that deep shot to George Pickens. He had a couple of longer throws as well, an 11-yarder, a 17-yarder, a 12-yarder. It wasn't all just nickel and diming. Kenny Pickett made good decisions. He took that shot when he needed. I thought he was more accurate in this game. Of course, with the missed throw to George Pickens notwithstanding. This is what you want to see from your Steelers quarterback. And now it's a trend. He doesn't turn the ball over against the Saints. I didn't think he was particularly great. Okay, fine. He was wonderful in the first half against Cincinnati. Garbage in the second half. I thought he was really good in the first half of this game. Didn't get help from George Pickens a couple of times in the third quarter against the Indianapolis Colts, but the one thing, the thread that has gone through each of these games is that the Steelers quarterback who threw eight interceptions early has thrown none in the previous, in these past three games. 
Good on Kenny. That's a trend. Kenny Pickett is showing me right now that he has a very high floor. And this is something we knew about Kenny. That's what they said coming out of the draft. The they being scouts, draft nicks, people of that nature. Kenny Pickett was always going to be that guy. And it's probably unfair for anybody to have expected Kenny Pickett to be that guy right out of the shoot. I think the Steelers run the risk of neutering Kenny by making him afraid to take chances. But if you're playing devil's advocate there, if you can get this young man to understand where you can and can't put the football, when to take risks and when not to take risks, and then you start him off from this level, this being his floor, and you build from here, it could be the right thing to do. I'm undecided. I need to see the rest of the games this year. I think that matters. Will he continue to not turn the ball over, but start making more plays down the field? That now is the next progression of Kenny Pickett. Three straight games without an interception? Okay, I'm going to want to start seeing the wow plays. Build off of this. If this is who he is at his worst, where he's not going out there and needing to win the game, but managing it effectively, I think that's a really good place to start. I do want to see some wow moments, though. That's the next step for Kenny Pickett. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. The other thing is, he's using his legs. He picked up a crucial third down last night with his legs. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Justin Fields. But this is a respectable stat line for Kenny when he doesn't turn it over. 20-28, 174 yards through the air. Six carries, 32 yards on the ground. So he's got 200 yards total. I don't care how you move the ball, just move the ball. That's supposed to be his strength. That's why it sort of bugs me whenever he misses protection things and doesn't know where his hot is, and sometimes he doesn't come off the first read. But I'm not going to kill him for it because he's a rookie. And while Mike Tomlin's not grading him on a curve, I didn't expect Kenny Pickett to come in and be the savior from day one. I think this third quarter was different than the Cincinnati third quarter. I didn't think Kenny Pickett was sharp in the third quarter against Cincinnati. I thought he got let down on two occasions by drops by his guy, George Pickens, in that second half. And then your drive is stalled. It's a three and out. Now, on the first possession of the second half, you get shut down on a third and one. That can't happen. Then the second drive of the second half, that's when George Pickens, over the middle of the field, he slides. He's got to make a tough catch. It's a catch he's got to make. But it's a third and two. It's a good enough throw by Kenny Pickett. That should move the chains and get things moving there. Steelers started the ball with the ball at the seven-yard line. And he throws the ball over the middle of the field. A chance to move the chains, get some breathing room. And then maybe you're going to start taking a little bit more chances there. You don't want to set Kenny Pickett up for failure. You don't want him to make a game-altering mistake at the seven-yard line after that fumble. But that's a good throw by Kenny. And he gets let down. 
Later on, another George Pickens drop that led to a punt. So that's where you need better from your guys. That's I'm not going to put on Matt Canada. Now, the third and one from shotgun, and instead of running Benny Snell, you run the other cat, Anthony McFarlane. That doesn't make sense to me, and that's the first drive of the second half. If you want to kill him for that, fine, for a bad personnel choice. If you're going to have Benny Snell at your disposal, that's probably not even the right way to phrase that. It's not like you are breaking glass and saying, oh, thank God we got this guy here. I guess it is an emergency. But if you've got Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane, I would make Anthony McFarlane, if Najee Harris is hurt, my feature back, and I would have Benny Snell be my power guy. So on third and one from shotgun, you hand it off to Anthony McFarlane. I don't love that. So I will, okay, I'll give it to Matt Canada there. But two other drives are thwarted by Kenny Pickett throwing the ball to an open George Pickens who just simply couldn't catch the ball. One on the sideline, one over the middle of the field. I'm not going to put that on Matt Canada. And there is a discussion to have around George Pickens. We grade Kenny Pickett after every single game. He's a rookie. He's your franchise. Until we're told otherwise, until they get somebody else in here, and maybe it doesn't happen for a long time, but Kenny Pickett is your franchise, so we grade him week to week. Well, George Pickens is your franchise receiver. Given the way he performed this offseason, he was being talked up like he's Randy Moss. Given some of the catches he's made already in the regular season in his short NFL career, I think it's not as important, but almost as important to track his progress. And while he made that fabulous 35-yard catch down the sideline on a back shoulder ball from Kenny, he also had two crucial drops, and he probably should have laid out for the one in the end zone. I'm not putting that totally on him. That's way more on Kenny. But an up-and-down performance from George Pickens in what really has been an up-and-down season for him, and I think it's important to track that. Mike Tomlin had to do something he's loath to do, and it worked out, and it tells me he should do it more. We'll get to that coming up next.